I wake up at dawn, when the sun is beginning to stretch its way across the scrubland of the Nevada desert. My tongue is dry and my stomach is hollow, but it is quiet, and for the first time in a while, I am empty of emotions while everyone else sleeps. I rise from the tattered blanket Audrey gave me and step outside. I know where that coyote is. Maybe if I walk far enough in my bare feet, I can reach him, and we will live amongst the mountains and feed off of tiny, scurrying prey. Maybe when I am far enough away from everyone, I will have a hunger again. I will be able to find a reason to fill myself up when I finally have room inside of my body, amidst all of the plans and locations and emotions. I close my eyes. The sun rises up, and a cloud passes over me slow and scattered. Down below our cliff, a car zooms by. Two sleeping children and a mom in the driver's seat, daydreaming of coffee. A mouse in the bush three feet away, curled up and fuzzy. Beautiful dreamer, wake unto me. Starlight and dewdrops are waiting for thee. Sound of the rude world heard in the day lulled by the moonlight, have all passed away. This is what peace is, I think. This emptiness. I don't know how else to find it. Cola? Scotch. Are you sleepwalking? No, I'm awake. So early? It's nice out here, before it gets hot. Can I ask you a question? Is it about Rosaline? Yeah. Does she hate me? I don't know. She's sleeping. But you feel her when she's awake. Her emotions must be overbearing. I know her. She doesn't hate you. Why not? Because you're good, Scotch. You're so good. How do you know that? It's my job to know everyone. I've killed people. And even if it wasn't my job, I'd know. Remember that time Nova let us go to the park? It was so she could finish her book. And there was a kid, and he was crying because he dropped his sandwich on the ground. And he was really little, so he didn't understand that his mom was right near him, making him a new sandwich. So he just kept crying. And you took your one hostess cupcake you had that day, even though it was, like, the only thing Nova had given to us. And you gave it to him, so he'd stop crying. I think it was a little smushed. Who cares? You did it. And that's what matters. What if I did it to feel good about myself, though? To make myself feel better about all the bad things I've done? Well, who says you don't deserve to feel as good as that little boy? I think Junebug actually took it back from him after you handed it over. And took the sandwich from the ground. Sounds like her. Do you want to go back inside? I think we're leaving soon. Audrey's going to make breakfast. Yeah, just... Give me a moment. Okay. Cola? Yeah? You know you're allowed to feel good too, right? I feel everything, Scotch. I'm not sure how much room I have for good. Another map? Where's your mom, kid? Nova's not my mom. She's over there, smoking. You don't smoke? 
I'm 14. Plus, Nova says it kills you. You believe everything she tells you? No. But I believe that. She coughs all the time. What are you looking at? A map. You're drawing on it. Sure I am. Is that how you're gonna find Cola and Scotch and those guys? You ask a lot of questions. I'm bored. Normally someone's around to talk to or at least give a headache to. I would give you one, but you could probably kill me. Probably. And I can't give one to Nova. Why not? She'll probably kill me too. Or at least beat me up. That how you got that black eye? Yeah. But that was because I let Cole and Scotch go. It seems like maybe uh, she should take some responsibility for that too. Since she's not the best babysitter. Maybe. It doesn't matter. Hey, I thought you were the bad guy. What do you mean? What do you care how she treats me? I'm a bounty hunter, and I don't beat up little kids. Oh. You ever think about killing her? What? Fourteen is old enough to kill someone, I think. If you have reason. You can't just kill somebody. Sure you can. You can do anything you want. I can't. I'm not telling you what to do, kid. I don't give a shit. Just, uh, something to think about. I'm not going to kill anyone. Okay. I'm not. Okay. Then maybe go sit in the car. You're giving me a headache. You're not even trying. Sorry. I'm so glad you know how to drive this thing. She's not so hard. Not so easy, either. Cole, you drove like a pro. You drove the van? I had to, to get here. How? It's hard to explain. Try me. You said I just know things? That's what you told Audrey? Well, I just knew how to drive the van. That doesn't make any sense. That's what I told her. Well, why doesn't that make any sense? I've never seen you do something like that before, knowing exactly how to drive a van. I've been able to sense more things for a while now. But we're getting old enough that your power should be getting weaker, not stronger. What do you mean? She means once you become an adult, your ability sort of starts to fade away. Everyone's? Yeah. Scotch, you're scaring them. Sorry. No, you're not. I mean, I just didn't know. Well, maybe it won't happen to you. Rosaline. No, stop. Anything could happen. All right. Buckle up, kids. We're leaving, since you all are so clearly intent on it. We have to. Yeah, I know. I know. Just let me say goodbye for a second. Let's go. I do not want Nova catching up. She hits the gas, and we reverse away from the cliff we flew up only the day before, thanks to Bean, who is resting peacefully in Audrey's arms. They're not scotch, but they're gentle like him except for the dreadful fear seeping from their pores. It's what Scotch said about our abilities fading, I know. They're pretending to be okay, but more than sensing that pretense, I know that look from personal experience. When you take care of those around you, you paint sunshine on your face in yellow and blue oils. And if they sit long enough, they dry on thick, hiding the worry brewing underneath. I want to talk to them, but Already, the sick and rushed energy in the van is getting to me. 
So I lean my head against the window in the back. It's warm, and I watch the dust outside stir into small frenzies from our tires. My stomach is full of its own frenzies. Okay, if we're on the road, we're doing things my way. We pay for things, we stop when we need rest, we don't hurt anybody. First things first, we're getting rid of that baby. What? Babies are noisy and too much responsibility. A baby that makes things float is even worse. Rosie, we can't just get rid of a baby. Why not? It's a humane thing to do anyways. We can't bring up a kid in a van. We grew up in a van? Yeah, and how did that turn out? Where do we even put her? What if she ends up with people who don't like her? She's a baby. Everyone likes babies. I don't. God, you guys are making this more difficult than it needs to be. Look, I'm sure there's a town somewhere up here and we can just put her on a doorstep and she'll get to the right place somehow. You can't just do that. Oh, please, Scotch, preach to me about right and wrong. Go right ahead. That's what I thought. Look, there's a turnoff up here. This will be easy. Nova! I swear, Junebug, I will make you sit in the trunk. I'm hungry, though. There's too many people in this area. You can't just go torture some poor kid in a gas station when anyone can walk in and see. We could put the clothes sign up. No. I think it's smart. It's not. Nova. What? Do you hate me? Yes. I'm serious. I'm serious too. Oh. Are you... Are you crying? You've got to be kidding me. I'm not crying. I can see the tears on your cheek. Why do you keep me around if you hate me? You're useful. All of you. Scotch can do my job. He's not long distance. This isn't fair. Life isn't fair. So you just raised all of us in a van so we could go steal food and cigarettes for you? That's the idea, kid. Well, that's stupid. Don't tell me what's stupid when your hair looks like that and you don't know how to read. Well, I think you're just afraid of being alone. What? You couldn't hack it by yourself, so you had to count on a bunch of kids that you don't even- Junebug, I will pull this car over. No, you won't. You have to follow Solomon. I will. I'll kill you. Ha! Kill me? <laughs> Why are you laughing? You can't kill me. How would you even do it? I'd... I'd give you a headache until you die. You can't. We tried that out years ago, remember? No. I tried to get you to push your power to the max at that rest stop. You couldn't do it. I would do it now. You're too sensitive, Bug. You told me you hated me. Plenty of people hate me. It's not a big deal. Yes, it is. When everyone hates you. So? You think anyone loves me? Even likes me? It doesn't matter. I'm gonna go on existing. I'm gonna keep driving. When people are afraid of you, that's when you get what you want. If you're worried all the time about whether or not people love you, they're gonna take advantage of you, and that's how you end up dead. You're not going to kill me because you're afraid of me. Neither of us has to love each other. I love you. Funny. I do. Well, you shouldn't. I'm a terrible person. Well, I do. Maybe because you're a terrible person, too. I don't think I am. We'll see. Hey. Hey, Scotch, let me ask you a question. Yeah? Is she... Really just gonna leave a baby in a church? She's left babies in worse places. But that's like... I mean, anyone could take her. 
I think that's the idea. But that's so cold. Rosaline's not cold. She's just practical. She tries really hard to be a caregiver, but her best friends are machines. That's not the Rosaline I know. I think you knew her when she was happy. And safe. Now she's in danger and on the run. She's always done what she has to do. We all did. I'm gonna go talk to her. Hey, Audrey? Yeah? I want you to know I wouldn't have killed Rosaline. I was just doing what I had to do. I know, Scotch. I just... I'm gonna go talk to Rosie now, okay? Okay. There is a church off the highway on the border of Nevada and California that sits in its own dust and silence. Beautiful dreamer, queen of my song, list while I woo thee with soft melody. Gone are the cares of life's busy throng. Beautiful dreamer, awake unto me. Beautiful dreamer, awake unto me. Inside, there are folding chairs and crisp pamphlets littering the floor like fallen leaves. The ceilings are high and wooden and strong, supported by beams, and it is mostly empty, except for a small bird that has made its nest in the middle. Every once in a while, she rustles and settles on her eggs, protecting them from the draft of the church. Rosaline has popped open the lock with a caress of her hand, and now she paces back and forth and back and forth, and all she is thinking about is what she has to do. Cola, do you think she's safe at the altar? Cola, what if no one comes? Cola, can you tell me if someone will come? And no, I can't, Rosaline, because all I can hear is the roar of Scotch's pain in the parking lot and Audrey's confusion like a dust storm, stirring up everything I am trying to make sense of. And the mama bird above me thinking only of her eggs in the simplest way. Her tiny head only on her eggs. Beautiful dreamer, out on the sea. Mermaids are chaunting the wild laurelie. Over the streamlet, vapors are born, waiting to fade at the bright coming morn. Hey, Cola, where's Rosaline? Up there. Rosie, I need to talk to you. You can't just leave a baby in the church. It's okay, tomorrow's Sunday, someone will be by here. No, it's not okay. That kid is going to be put in the foster care system or something even worse. I survived crying with the baby. She's special, though. What are her parents going to do when they find out she can make these fly? They're going to think she's a freak, Rosie. Anything can happen. Relax, Audrey. Please do not tell me to relax. This is serious. We'll be fine, okay? Colette, are you okay? Make sure she doesn't fall. Cool church. I never took you to a church. No, you didn't. Quiet, too. Yeah. No matter how quiet we try to be, you and I are agents of chaos, huh? That doesn't make any sense. You don't make any sense. You're in a church and you're not even praying. That's probably why you're passed out. God smacked you upside the head. I don't know if I believe in God. Do you? Used to go to church back in San Francisco. But it doesn't matter. This is a dream. Believe in whatever you want. What would I even pray for? What do you want? I don't think you're supposed to just wish for things for yourself. 
You get enough of everyone's bullshit. You wish for something for you. You don't sound very much like Nova. Again, this is a dream, kid. Oh. Are you gonna try it? Seems wrong to pray to a god that isn't mine. Jesus Christ. You can't say that here. Well, you're being ridiculous. Pray to the bird up there or something, then. Okay. Um... Hi, Mama Bird. I see you're busy protecting your eggs. I understand. But I'm here in this church, and I'm praying. I guess I would just love some peace and quiet, then. I would like a house where I can breathe and hear my own breath. I would like to read a poem and not feel everything but the words. I would like to know less and less and less until I just know what a child would know, Mama. And then I would like to grow up in my house with my books and my family and me. Just me and know nothing at all. Sounds unrealistic. Well, that's what I want. You should maybe offer her a gift. Like what? Something in exchange for being God. God is a woman and has feathers, I guess. All I have is a poem. Is that fine, Mama? Beautiful dreamer, beam on my heart. Even as the morn on the streamlet and sea. Then will all clouds of sorrow depart. Beautiful dreamer, awake unto me. Beautiful dreamer, awake unto me. Hey. Oh. Hey. Are you okay? Fine. You're not going to get something to eat? Rosaline has a little money. It was so weird, actually paying for gas and snacks. I don't have to watch the fear in someone's eyes anymore just to get some chips or a soda. Yeah, it's nice. I was thinking maybe you're just tired. We've been doing so much traveling. I'm not tired. I mean, did you eat something? You need something to wake you up. I'm not hungry, Scotch. Well, when was the last time you ate? Jesus Christ, I don't know. I'm not hungry. I'm just trying to help. I'm a little worried that- I know, I know. Your worry is right there. I'm nearly drowning in it. I'm sorry, but it's not, it's not helping. It's just crowding me out more. I'm sorry. I wish I could control it. Me too. Sorry. Look, I'll go inside and get a granola bar or something, okay? I'll be fine. Cola. I feel bad. This, I know. You don't have to be clairvoyant or in touch with any of your emotions to realize when you just feel bad. One word. It's not a haze or a pile of rocks or anything other than a flat sort of painful being. The man behind the register of the gas station looks up at me for a moment and then back down at his paperback. I'm jealous of his book, his slow day, but mostly of his freedom to look up and back down and not pay attention to anyone but himself. The rows around me are full of brightly colored bags of crackers and green and red flashy bottles of soda. Cola. I find myself thinking of Nova. 
her cartons of cigarettes, her roll-down window, her eyes that flashed before she got real mean. With her and Junebug, I always knew what to expect, at least. I always knew how everyone was feeling. I always knew exactly where I belonged. I thought with Rosaline I might feel more at home, but now we're just running even more. And every day I feel everything get heavier and heavier. I have no more room to think about myself or who exactly I am. A hand spins me around, and there's the huge man from the tree-lined road where the van broke down. The same one we left after he tried to kill Nova. He is not angry. Just a black arrowhead of determination. Outside, Audrey and Rosaline are still a whispering bunch, huddled away from Scotch. I am completely alone. Hi. You're that girl. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, sure, I get innocent. But I remember you. You tried to get your kid sister to get me. You were going to kill Nova. No, I wasn't. I'm just doing my job. Well, don't you want to know what my job is? I do not want to know. I do not want to know anything else, but he barrels on anyway. The way adults always seem to do. I think you do want to know. I think your little spidey senses are tingling. I know what you can do. You're like me. I'm not like anyone. Leave me alone. <laughs> Close your eyes, kid. Feel it out. We both have a gift. I'm not closing my eyes. <laughs> then don't. You're talented. You're just in denial. That's impossible anyway. You're a grown-up. You don't have a power. Do you want to know where your little sister is? How close she and your Nova are? Because I can tell you just the way you can tell me where everyone at this gas station is and what they're feeling, how they're connected. Of course, I'm a little more long-range than you and I can't do the whole emotions things, but they're pretty similar, you and I. I... I don't believe you. Except I do. I'm tired, but I know he's telling the truth. No layer of scum over his words that normally signals a lie. But it's impossible. Maybe he's just crazy. You don't have to know quite yet. Just listen to me for a minute. Feel that I'm telling the truth. Someone sent me to find that woman. I'm just doing my job, but that same person sent me to find you. Now, confidentiality and all that requires me to keep my client's information a secret, but I like you. And I don't very much like my client, and it's very rare that I like anyone at all. You're smart and snappy, and you're alone. You have your ragtag van full of criminals, and you don't have a family that cares for you. Now, maybe... If I wind up just being able to bring back the lady and not you, I can make a little money and wrap up the job. I don't even know you. So? I know you. Why would you help me? I think you're worth a lot. I think we can make a lot of money together. I'm not working for you. Consider it. It'd be an honest job, 
Well, more honest than riding around in a van, kidnapping children in order to stay on the run, hmm? Do you want that? I can get a normal job. Oh, skilled kid like you? No. I know you. You're too special for the system. Got too much in that head of yours. It's killing you up there, isn't it? I could put those towns to good use. No, thank you. Well, you think about it. For now, the head start, a gift from me to you. Anything else? I... I do have a family. Oh, sure you do. Okay. There's your head start, then. And, uh, I would avoid heading east. Again, he's not lying. Nova and Junebug are coming from the east. And all of a sudden, I know they're close. Like Solomon has given me the gift of this knowledge without ever actually handing something to me. I look out the window to where Scotch is busy kicking a rock around, and Audrey and Rosaline are standing three feet apart, their tension thick. No one is paying attention to me. But when I look back, Solomon is gone. He's left through the back door and is zooming away on... something. A motorcycle. Towards someone. His client? It's distant, but dark. And I don't have time for that. I leave the store. Coley, did you get- Rosaline. What's up? We have to head west. Why? It's Nova. She's coming this way. And I don't think she'll follow us if we go to California. How do you know that? Obviously she just knows, Scotch. But this, I know from my dream. The way I know Nova is coming closer, and the mama bird I prayed to back in the church won't make it through the summer. But this I shake off. I have always wanted to see the ocean again. Ladies? Please don't. I'm not a lady. <laughs> Thank you, Junebug, we know. Where are they going? California. California? Hmm, I'm feeling San Francisco, to be exact. Or well, that's where the oldest one has her heart set to. I'm going to kill Rosaline. So you follow close behind? I'm sure as hell not going to San Francisco. Ooh, a little touchy, are we? No. She doesn't like the ocean. Exactly. <laughs> so don't come. What do I care? Wait! Yes, ma'am? You're leaving right now? Maybe I'll grab a snack before. You have 20 minutes to decide. I want to go to San Francisco. And I want you to shut up, but do I get what I want? Are we going? Yes. Only so I can drown you and all those other useless kids in the ocean. Yes! This has been episode six of The Van, Beautiful Dreamer Serenade. The poem in this episode is by Stephen C. Foster. This episode was written and directed by Emma Montuani and produced by Jane Riegler. The role of Cola was played by Leslie Gideon. The role of Nova Scotia was played by Dina Laura. The role of Scotch was played by Jeff Ebner. The role of Junebug was played by Julia Rose Herman. The role of Audrey was played by Elliot Francis Flynn. The role of Rosaline was played by Emma Montuani. And the role of Solomon was played by Vinnie Ali. This episode was engineered by Ryan Dorsey and edited and sound designed by Christian Ayala. 
Our super cool music was composed by Hailing Camellia Redwood at Black Cube Angel. Check them out on SoundCloud. We adore their work. And a special thanks to Hannah Smart, who makes our beautiful artwork. Check us out online at The Van Radio. Maybe tell a friend about us. And if you're interested in helping us make a little money to pay our artists and actors, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thevanradio. The Van is a part of Whale Bus.